Hello and a beautiful day to you. I am Hatekunde Joshua Olaniwani and welcome to the School of Prosperity and Influence. This is the ninth audio in this series and in the last series we started on our Laws of Prosperity series. This will be the second uh, Laws of Prosperity I'll be talking about in this series. Alright, so in this series by the grace of God we're not going to take too much time because these are practical steps that you need to start taking. We will discover that we started with keys to prosperity before we went on to discuss laws. It is important that we understand the keys that unlock prosperity for us and uh, work with them before we can work in the laws. Now, you will discover that the first law of prosperity we talked about was insisting on the word of God and confessing on it. The Bible says that for without faith, it is impossible to please God. So it is in faith. We receive, we have received uh, Jesus Christ by faith. Okay? It means that uh, as we have received him, we should continue to walk in him like that. That's what the scripture says. As you have received him, continue to walk therein. So because we have received Jesus Christ through faith, everything we do should be by faith. The just shall live by faith. This is what the scripture says. So as a son of God, as a child of God, if you are not living by faith, it means that something is wrong somewhere. And this is why living by faith and confessing the word of God is the first law of prosperity. We have identified before that prosperity is not limited to wealth alone. Okay? When we say that the person prospers, it's not limited to wealth alone. It means that that person has abundance and sufficiency in everything that regards to him, in health, in you know, in, even in giving, even in peace. They're all part of prosperity. So money, when we say money now, money is at the lowest ladder of prosperity. So you can have a lot of money and still not prosper. You can have a lot of money and still not be considered a prosperous man. Okay, so. We are going to look at the second law of prosperity today and by the grace of God I want you to pay attention. This law is a law you are not new to but out of understanding, I want us to understand that everything we do is either out of ignorance or out of knowledge or everything we do, everything we do is either out of ignorance or knowledge. So when we do something, even when we do the right thing out of ignorance, we cannot get the maximum result that is possible. Let me repeat that for emphasis. So you can be doing the right thing, but if you are doing it out of ignorance, all right, you cannot get the maximum result that is possible. But when you do the right thing out of knowledge, you get the maximum result out of it. And when you do the wrong thing out of ignorance, okay, you might discover that the things, the, the effect might not be uh, might be so serious the effect might be so serious but when you do the wrong thing out of knowledge because you already have knowledge of what you're about to do you'll be able to uh, how do I put this now arrange yourself in a way that you can manage the results that come with it now what I'm saying is that whether it is something good you want to do or something bad ignorance is a bad thing to take a decision for so what could be your stumbling block to the operation of this law we are about to introduce to you is your ignorance. 
and I pray by the, by, by the power of God that you come to the understanding that you are able to receive from the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second law of prosperity, okay, is about giving and withdrawing. Now, you notice that I said, I didn't just say given. I said withdrawing. Given, okay, and withdrawing. You, you know, I, well, the day I understood that every time we give, we are expected to withdraw for our needs. I was surprised. I was surprised. But you will understand today by the grace of God. But I want to first understand something, okay? That everything that has to do with our needs on earth here, okay, has been settled. Praise the Lord. We have been qualified to have all of our needs met. I want you to understand this very carefully. And we're going to start by looking at Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy 8, 18. That's the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. It says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, okay? For it is He who gives you power to get wealth, that He may establish His covenant which He swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Our God is a covenant-keeping God. Our God is a covenant-keeping God. So, you have to understand this, that when we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we have come into a covenant. That is why you find it in the second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things. So, when we come into that covenant, we have been qualified, okay, to receive all things and godliness. You will discover now this is why this is not manifest i'm going somewhere with this so you will discover that the all things that we received okay and the godliness that we are that pertains to life and godliness we have received is not manifesting in the life of some christians and the reason it is yet to manifest is that in order for the covenant to be fulfilled in their life okay there is a part you have to do now it says here that it is God. Do not forget the Lord your God, for it is He that gives you power to get wealth. It is God that gives you power to get wealth. I want us to settle that. Let that so that no man can say in his strength, by my strength I have done this, I have gotten well by my understanding. No, it is God that gives power to get wealth. And so that he may be able to establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, which is Abraham. So we have come into a covenant, okay, with Christ Jesus. And one of the things, one thing I love is that it has been clear that as we have come into that covenant, we have been qualified to receive all things, to receive all provisions, to have all our needs met. So you might want to hand one. So you, I, I'm saying all of this because you might want to ask, why do we have to give when God has settled all my provisions? Now the reason is because in order for the covenant to be fulfilled in your life, you need to trigger it. He said, if you obey the Lord your God, you need to trigger the covenant. So the covenant quali- coming into the covenant qualifies you, but you need to do a part. Now, 
So the beautiful thing is that in order for you to trigger the covenant, there are other covenants consi- uh, sorry, inside the covenant you need to work with. And one of those covenants, okay, are what we sometimes call laws, okay, and is the law of giving. So because giving is a covenant with God, okay, it comes with withdrawing too. Okay, praise the Lord. I want you to understand that we give not because we want to receive, we give because we want to deposit in our heavenly accounts. Praise the Lord. We give not because we want to receive, okay, on heart here. We give not because just because we have. We give so that we may be able to deposit into our heavenly accounts. I want us to look at the book of Luke. Okay, Luke chapter 6. I want to quickly show you something. We, the reason we give here, okay, the reason giving has been given on... Given has been unto us a covenant, okay, and a law, okay. You, you want to find out Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 6, verse 38. If you're there, you can just order for me a little bit. Now, 38 says, Give, and it shall be given back unto you, okay. Good measure, press down shaking together running over and running over will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you this is what this is looked after since that it is now it says give and it will be what given unto you this is a simple scripture that explains the covenant that we have with god give and it shall be given back. Give, and it shall be given back. I want us to look at something very important. There. John chapter 3, verse 27. John 23, verse 27. John 3, rather. John chapter 3, verse 27. Now, I want you to pay attention here. Now, say, John 3 said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him in heaven praise the lord a man can receive nothing unless it has been what given unto him from heaven if you compare that john chapter 27 okay to luke 6 38 that says give and it shall be given unto you it means that when you give you are depositing somewhere praise the lord when you give, you are depositing in your heavenly account. And so when you receive, it is because you are about you are withdrawing from them. Praise God. So I want you to understand now that every form of giving we do, okay, we are depositing into our heavenly account. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 20. I want you, I need you to understand this. Matthew 6 20. Every time you are giving, you are depositing into your heavenly account. Matthew 6, 20. Now, it says, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Okay, let's start from verse 19. It says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on heart, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven okay where neither moth nor rust destroys 
where thieves do not break in and steal. Please stay here. Now, the beautiful part is that God, Jesus is telling us that we should open an account in heaven. <laughs> we should make God, we should make uh, heaven our banker and open an account in heaven. He now says that if we must save at any point in time, okay, if we must save at every point in time, we should save in heaven. We are rust, inflation, uh, price hike, fuel hike, where none of those things can touch. The same way you would save money into your bank account on heart. That is the same way Jesus is telling you to save it, not in heart here now, but in heaven. Now, the reason is because, now, how do you save that? That is the question we should ask. Do we, we save in our heavenly accounts by giving? There are two main ways. We deposit in our heavenly accounts by tithing and by giving. Now, we'll come to tithing as a law later. But let us focus on giving now. So we, we save in our heavenly accounts by giving. One of the ways we deposit it to our heavenly account is by what? Is by giving. Now I want to quickly show you something here. So you might be wondering, why is it that, okay, if we deposit in our heavenly account, can we not withdraw? Now, look at it here. From 20, it says, 620, it says that, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. We are neither moth nor rust destroys. And where thieves do not break in and steal. Did it say that you cannot withdraw? See, somewhere in our minds, we used to have that. And where you cannot get it until you die and go to heaven. No. Jesus is not saying, Jesus is not telling us to open an It is profitable to you to open an account in heaven. Okay? And deposit in your heavenly account. And when we call something an account, it is a place where you can deposit and withdraw. When we call it an account, it is a it is not a fixed deposit account. It is see, this is the reason, okay, why God gives you power to get wealth. This is a this is a secret. I want you to understand this. Now, the beautiful thing is that when you deposit into your heavenly account, there is a multiplier attached instead of inflation. Praise the Lord. So when we deposit into our heavenly account, we withdraw from them. We will. So the, one of the reasons why the, the, the provision you have been qualified to come into, the needs that are, your, your needs being met, that you have been qualified to come into, is not happening in your life right now, okay? It's because first you've not learned how to work with faith, and two, because you have not learned how to operate the law of giving. See, I want you to understand something. Today, know this today, that every time you give, you are depositing into your heavenly account. This is why giving can never make anyone poor. No matter how much you give, givers can never be poor. Now, if givers, okay, do not have, it is because they learn how to deposit, but they have not learned how to withdraw. Praise the Lord. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I want us to understand this. The Bible makes it clear that givers cannot lack. So, if the Bible has made it clear that people that give, as long as they continue to give, cannot lack. Have you not wondered why is it that some people continue to give and they lack? It is because they have learned to deposit in their accounts, 
but they, they don't know that they can also withdraw. So when you deposit it to your heavenly accounts, there is the beautiful thing is that there is a multiplier attached. So imagine that the multiplier is times a thousand. When you deposit ten dollar into your account, okay, you have times ten thousand, and you can withdraw. Is the question immediately? Yes, it can be so sometimes, and it may not be so all the time. Now, the reason it can be so sometimes is if your need is immediate and you know how to withdraw, it can be so immediately. Okay. But if your need is not immediate, you will have all of your needs met. Praise the Lord. Understand this. Giving is not just a, a law. It is a covenant that you can activate. And the covenant becomes sweet when you withdraw. See? As long as you continue to give, your heavenly account can never be empty. Now, that is the problem with people. Now, that is the problem with people. They give, alright? But they have failed to open an heavenly account. Now, what do I mean by failing to open an heavenly account? Naturally, naturally, every one of us that has been saved, okay? One of the things that we have is the qualification for provision, right? And in order for that qualification corporation to manifest in our lives, we already have an account in heaven. Kai, I want you to catch that. In order for the qualification for provision that you have, okay, to be triggered, you already have an account. As a matter of fact, it is by the opening of the account. I want you to think of it as, as if when you came into Christ Jesus, okay, an account was opened for you with your name on it and a deposit was made into it. For you to cater for your provisions now when you give hmm? when you give what you are doing is that you are depositing into your heavenly account praise the lord every time you give you have just made a deposit now the deposit you made all right as a multiplier in heaven so the deposit is multiplied by the multiplier and then reflected in your account now, what you now need to do every time you need something is to withdraw. So, how do you withdraw? By faith. How do you deposit? By faith. So, if you are given and your giving is not done by faith but by the flesh, you have not deposited in your heavenly account. This is a secret you need to understand. If it is without faith, it is impossible to please God. Do it all without murmuring, without mumbling. Do it by faith. So when you do these things by faith, when you give by faith, you what? You are deposited. So you might now discover that a lot, you have done a lot of giving, okay, that you did not really deposit. Do it by faith. And how? So the question you'll be thinking about right now is, how do we withdraw? We'll come back to it. So, I want to show us so that there are many forms of giving. Alright? There are many forms of giving. There are three forms of, three main forms of giving. So, when we say we want to deposit it to our accounts, in heavenly accounts, there are three main forms of giving. The first one, okay, is through charity. Now, this is a very, very important one. People, when all the time, when we hear giving, we associate with money. We associate giving with money. So that 
uh, if you don't have money, you, see, you think that when you don't have money, you can't give. You can give. There are so many things you can see. The needs of men in the world, okay, is not always money. Some people need you to share their food, your food with them. If you can't give them money to buy. Some people need you to share your clothes with them. If you can't give them money to buy. You can give advice. Praise the Lord. You can give what? You can give advice. You can share the gospel. It is a form of giving. Praise the Lord. You can share, I am telling you, you can share the gospel, it's a form of giving. Now, you can give, you can share opportunities. It is a form of giving. So giving is not limited to money. You can give all of yourself. Okay? You can give all of yourself to people without even giving money. As a matter of fact, I learned that no man has given anything until he has given all of himself. Praise the Lord. You can give all of yourself. You can give your efforts. You can give your care. You can give your you can you can give your uh, clothes, your food, your money, the things you have, your possessions. They can be given. So giving is not limited to money. So every time you are thinking that oh you want to give but you don't have money, there are so many other things that you can give. Just make sure you do it by faith. So, given here, okay, talks about the value, not money. Given here is about value. So, what you need to do is that you have to consistently give out value. In any form, money, in any form, money, clothes, food, advice, opportunities, give out value. Give out value. Give out value. Give out value. When you do this by faith, Okay, you are making a deposit into your heavenly account. Hmm? When you do it by this is a practical step you can start taking from today. When you do it by faith, you are making a deposit into your heavenly account. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is so important that we understand this. Now, the Bible is now telling us that we, when we, okay, let us go back to that Matthew chapter uh, 6.20. Matthew 6.20. It says that, Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where things do not break in and steal. Now, I, joy, I joyfully had, and where you can withdraw from, any time that you need you can withdraw that is the first form so the first form of giving is charity and it's is by giving value out the second form of giving is called seed praise the lord praise the lord. when we give okay when we give that to invest in the gospel for a specific purpose is called a seed so when you give to God, there are so many th- ways you can give a seed anyway. So when you give some amount of money to the gospel or to the work of God or to, to God in particular, saying that I want this thing in particular, this is why I am giving a seed. Okay? Okay, that is another form of depositing. Now, people do seed. Okay, people give a lot of seeds. And they sometimes learn how to withdraw from them. 
but they don't realize that they can apply the same law of withdrawing when you are given the seed to when you are given charity you know when you are when you when you, are, when you are want when you want to offer a seed up okay you have a reason you are telling god that okay god the seed that i have given unto you i want you to do so so and so i want my needs in so so area to be met what you are doing is that you are withdrawing at that moment you are asking for a withdrawal at the moment at that instant so you can when you invest in the gospel is a seed too so investing in gospel might be that you have you have put some money together for people that can go out to do evangelism to do such when you invest in projects of the church when you invest in other uh, missions of the church you are investing in the gospel and it's a seed and it can be withdrawn praise the lord it's the deposit that can be withdrawn so when you do these things you trigger the covenant you are already in that you are qualified to be in and it will work for you now the third form of giving is an is called offering and that is giving as a praise to god i want you to understand this that giving offering is always given as praise to god so if you are giving offering okay you are praising god with it you are praising god with your offerings so your offerings are as a praise to god so when you give offering as a praise to god you are also depositing in your heavenly account so now we have said giving is in three forms okay we have said it is a form of charity which you can give anything it is the form of a seed okay and it's also in the form of offering now the beautiful part is that offering here okay does is not always about money just a seed is not always about money praise the lord but we'll come down to that in our next audio when we talk about titan now understand this so when we make this deposit how do we withdraw i want us to consider another scripture before we uh look at it. matthew chapter 7 matthew 7 12 Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. 7, 12. Now, I'm here now. It says that, Therefore, whatsoever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. <laughs> Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them okay do also to them for this is the law and the prophet you find this in matthew chapter 7 verse 12 whatever you want men to do do also to them god is telling you here okay (laughs) that there is a secret to your withdrawal whatever you want men to do to you listen to me you're depositing in heaven okay is as a result of you blessing other people now and so your withdrawal from heaven okay will come through the deposits of other men praise god i want you to understand this 
Therefore, as you want men to do to you, do also unto them. Your deposit that you are making in heaven, whether through by giving, by tithing, by sitting, it is to either it is to bless the lives of other people. You see, God will not use God. It's not like God is taking all of this money and uh, probably spending it or building a hotel in heaven with it. No, it's not. All of the money that you are given, all of the value you are given, okay, is to bless other people. Now, when your needs are to be met, people will bless you. It is to tell you that giving is a two-way process so that as you give, you can also withdraw. God expects you now. That is what he's saying in Matthew 7, 20. That God expects you to make a withdrawal. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God, it is infinite wisdom and it is his will for him. It is his will for you rather that you should make withdrawals. Do also unto them whatsoever you want them to do to you. You want people to serve you? Serve them. You want people to respect you? Respect them. You know, but it is easier for us to understand this law than it is for us to learn how to withdraw. So now, I have said this before, that how do we withdraw? We withdraw by faith. So what we are saying in essence is that when you hold your offering in your hand in church and you're about to give your offering, all right, all right, you can request a withdrawal. Now, the beautiful thing is that when we say withdrawal here, it is not like God will send a particular amount of money to your bank account. No, you will have all of your needs met. Now, this is the problem with people. For some people, their needs are not beyond their daily bread. See, this is it. When you make your deposit in heaven, okay, you will have all of your needs met. We are still discussing how to withdraw now. So this is why some people don't have beyond their daily bread. Because their needs are not beyond their daily bread. The rest of them is their wants. Praise God. So you need to upgrade your wants to needs. And how do you do this? It is by thinking how you can bless people more. See, I learned this recently. That God is not ready to give abundantly to a man that will not bless other people. It is a secret. It is a never-ending process of giving and receiving. So, I want you to understand this. So, you might have been given a lot, but you might not leave the level of daily bread. So, in order for you to leave the level of daily bread, you are given, you have to begin to think of ways of how you can bless other people better and when you begin to think of these ways they become needs when you begin to make plans for them and begin to talk to them about it they become needs not wants and the beautiful thing is when you do these things you are also manifesting as a son of God and God takes pleasure in it praise the Lord it is important that you understand this so important so, when you make your deposit in heaven, you can request for a withdrawal. Yes. 
And how do you request Oljura? You cast all of your cares on him. See, the problem with people is that we can deposit with faith. But to withdraw by faith, we think uh, we, don't let, we don't know how. But the Bible says that if we say we should cast all our cares on him, for he cares for us. Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. So, when you, when you spread all, when you cast all of your cares, all of your needs on him, and let him handle it by faith, you will see that all of your needs are met. What I'm saying is that in order for you to request a withdrawal, every time you have a need, okay, what you need to do is to confess, I am a giver. The word of God says that giver never lacks. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I cannot lack. So, as I have given, I have all my needs met. You are requesting a withdrawal. Because I, we've said this before, that every time you are, talk, you, are, you, are, you, are talk, you are saying the word of God, you are engaging the power of God. And God knows when you are engaging his power. God knows when you are engaging his word. So you are requesting for a withdrawal. So I am a giver. Okay? Bible says that when I give, let us, let us go back to look at it. This is a very good scripture for okay for making requesting withdrawal. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Let's go back to that Luke 638. Or is it John? Luke 638. Praise the Lord. Now it says, Give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. Running over. Will be put into your bosom. This, when you confess this word, you are engaging the word of God. Because this is not from men. This is from the word of God. You are engaging the word of God and requesting a withdrawal. And if your faith can carry it, this is to build faith in you. And when your faith gets to a level, you can plainly say that, Father, I need so, so, and so amount to settle so, so, and so responsibilities. I believe that I have received it in Jesus' name. Amen. You just requested for a withdrawal. It can be that simple. You deposited by faith. How can you not withdraw by faith? It can be that simple. But for the beginning now, before your faith, no, before you build enough faith to be able to request one-on-one like that, you can confess this word that the word of God says, Givers never lack. I am a giver. I cannot lack. The word of God says, Give and it shall be given unto me. So I have given and it must be given back unto me. Pressed down, shaking together, running over. Shall men bring into my bosom? You are requesting withdrawal. And with time, okay, when you now have special projects, you can now say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I have this project, so, so, so project before me. And I need so, so, and so amount. I am casting it on you because I know you can handle it. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because I have received it and I have all my means met. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name, we, we, you are prayed. Amen. You've just requested the withdrawal. Now, the beautiful thing is that people expect that these withdrawals that should be in your account. See, you have no profit. Praise the Lord. You have no profit when your money can have a multiplier in heaven. Okay? Then God to deposit it into your account when you don't need it. See, let me tell you something. 
God will not give you beyond what you need at this point in time. It is why some people continue to prosper. What they need, they get it. What they need. So what they need to do is to learn how to expand their needs. They expand their needs. And because their needs uh, include blessing other people, God will continue to provide for them. So you will have abundance. Yes. But you have to learn to expand your needs. We are going to teach, we are going to learn in another audio how to expand our needs entirely. The Holy Spirit will help us by the grace of God. Praise God. It is important that we understand this. So you can request it. In fact, it is because you have not been withdrawing. That is why you don't have enough. So now start withdrawing. And do not expect that a certain amount of money will just come into your account and be sitting. No. God will not put it where the Satan, where the devil can use it against you. Where rot and moth can hit it. Where the inflation and all of the things of the world can take it away. No, God won't put it there. But you will have all of your needs met. Don't know. It will, you know some people expect that okay, so when you deposit, you might be expecting when you deposit $10 into God's account, you should expect a thousand dollar bag. No, it doesn't really work like that. I mean, sometimes it happens like that, but it doesn't really work like that all the time. You will have all your needs met. That's what the word of God says. So if you want a million back as on your on your 10,000, all right, what needs to expand is your need to bless other people. Your needs. And it must align with the will of God to manifest as a son of God to bless other people. Praise the Lord. When they expand, they will be met. And you will continue to prosper. Praise God. It is so important that we understand this. It is so important that we understand this. And I want you to understand that God has already prepared to do this. And for you to understand this, let me take you to another uh, scripture. And we'll set to it here. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. We'll get there. Psalm 20, 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That is, that is a powerful scripture. Because the Lord is my shepherd, he has qualified me for sufficiency at all times. It's still talking about qualification here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. That's not where I'm going. And we're going to verse 5. It says, he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Listen to me. It is God's will to prepare a table before you. You know the funniest, you know the beautiful thing? That he has prepared the table before you. You are the one that needs to learn how to find your way to the table. See, your enemies are waiting. The table is waiting. You are the one that needs to find yourself. Find your way to the table. Praise God. Praise God. And how do you find your way? It is by keeping the word and living the word of God. Manifesting as the child of God. Keeping his word for every area of your life. I've said this before. That if there's any area of your life that you are having challenges. What you need to do is to go and find the word of God that correlates with it. And settle it with the word of God. And that's it. So I pray for you as you have received this instruction to start doing now. That you have you can start giving 
and start withdrawing now from today henceforth i pray for you that you'll be able to withdraw from your heavenly account in bountiful and i pray for you that your needs will be expanded continually that you'll be able to manifest as the son of god and continue to bless lives god be with you in jesus name